This is Cliffo and Bronte After Hours. This content is not for little ears. Cliffo and Bronte. It's the whole new podcast stuff we haven't done on the radio. It's all fresh. It's fresh to death. Like, like Bronte, it's fresh in her mind that all of her co-workers turned her back on her and have all decided we're not going to drink with her. Betrayed at a me. function this weekend. After I had been promised, after I, I had double-checked yeah. that you were, I got told, nah. There was actually a bit of pleading where you were like, please drink with me at this <laughs> event. And I went, oh, yeah, okay. And I remembered I have responsibilities this weekend. I don't, baby. I am responsibility-free for 2023. When's the boy feedback? Monday. Right, okay. Not that I'm counting down, but so like 48 hours. Back on the straight and narrow from there. Yeah, absolutely. So one weekend left of freedom. Um, for now, though, we're after hours podding, and today on the podcast, definitive proof that snakes can in fact hear you. Don't talk about... Actually, I won't make a snake <laughs> joke again. <laughs> I won't. I won't From Bronte's it. boyfriend to that. Wow, what a transition. And uh, I got pretty... I got pretty dirty in a clean place, if you know oh, what I mean. Oh, this is getting very inappropriate, this setup, isn't it? It's my shower. Uh, plus our new After Hours game <laughs> with producer Alicia. Say what? Say what? <laughs> Say what? It's coming up. This is Cliff Farm Bronte After Hours. I always like the articles that have lists from people that work within a specific industry, Cliffo, that are like, these are the do's and don'ts. I like that. I appreciate it. Especially when it comes to airline travel. Mm. I like when a steward or a stewardess is like, don't do this, do, do this. You, is it, are you an abnormal amount of times falling on the don't do this side of um, life? I'm probably... Or you just like to be aware? I just like to be aware and I like to have my feelings confirmed by people okay. in the industry. All right, I'll go along with this. So one of the things that this flight attendant has said passengers should stop doing oh, yeah. is something that I thought was actually helpful because it is something that I had done. So apparently... So you are falling on the down side. <laughs> I was right. <laughs> Only this time. Mr. Plane Guy on social media, also known as Paul Reavy, he has spoken about something that passengers should, should stop doing, which is do not stack your meal trays when you finished your meal. Okay. Yes. So if you're in like an, an aisle with your your family and you think, mm. okay, well, if I'm on the aisle seat, I'll just take everyone's thing and that mm. way it's all stacked and ready to for the flight attendant. Apparently that actually makes their job more complicated. There's a lot of science to how you stack and unstack these things and that gets, really? gets in the way. I'm going to be honest. It's a while since I've been on a flight that was fancy enough to have a tray. <laughs> I feel like most of the Jetstar, you know, the <laughs> Just flinging the, a pie at the, you. Yeah, the domestic <laughs> travel I'm doing. There ain't no tray. <laughs> we on the radio show, and I guess here too on the After Hours podcast, mm. talk about snakes a fair bit. Because I feel like in Queensland, you know, it's, we're a Queensland show. It's our state. Yeah. And I feel like snakes, they like Queensland. They're like, unfortunately, the state animal. Everyone has an experience with a snake. Is I it feel. a climate thing, do you think? Probably. Because they like warm climate. Yes. I know in regional New South Wales, where I used to live, we had some dealings with them, but not really in Victoria. So it must yeah. be the hotter climates. Snakes are like rich pensioners from Victoria. <laughs> they come to Queensland for the heat. For the summer. That's where they yeah. summer in Queensland. I'm, 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 I'm determined to get a condo on the Gold Coast. <laughs> 
I've worked out all my life in Victoria. That's Isn't what I want. Isn't there a snake called That's a snakes. condo? There you go. Oh, you a are. A condo and a condo. Clever with it, not knowing. Look, what? I want to talk about snakes again very briefly on of the course. pod. Because it forever has been assumed that snakes cannot hear. Yep. Because they don't have ears or eardrums. So very fair assumption (laughs) that we think snakes can't hear. But according to researchers uh, in Queensland, all done in Queensland here. Well done, guys. Despite the absence of an eardrum and external ears, snakes are not deaf. What? Um, Apparently, they are hearing vibrations. Uh, Women pythons tend to move towards sound, while taipans, oh, sorry, not women pythons, (laughs) the wamara python. (laughs) (laughs) Like classic women pythons, love a bit of vibration, am I right, girls? You know where we're coming from. It's the the wamara pythons, they tend to move towards sound, while Taipans, brown snakes, and especially death adders are more, more likely to move away from sound. That's what you want your brown snakes moving away from you right, and away so from sound. They're still detecting the sound in some way but not hearing it the way that we do. And I think it's scaring them off. It's that old thing where, you know, snakes, they say they're more scared of you than yes. you are of them. But this line I like here, it said, uh, like humans, snakes have an inner ear and they can sense sound waves that cause intense head vibrations. Intense uh-huh. head vibrations. Really? A bit like working with Bronte okay. Langbrook. <laughs> it was coming. I have a confession to make. Welcome to the confession session. A big week. Producer Alicia actually came to us yeah. with a potential confession session, which we did do on the radio show. Mm. And we're now putting it out on the After Hours podcast. Uh, we should hear it again. Please. Get everyone on the same page. Of course. Okay, so I potentially have a confession session in that at the weekend I did something very, very shameful. Oh, God. I finally took down my Christmas tree. I was about to say, is it Christmas related? (laughs) I know. And it's very embarrassing. (laughs) Christmas tree slap. Seven weeks I worked it out into the new year. That's fine. Eight weeks since Christmas. still up, but mine has had to be repurposed from a Christmas tree to a light fixture. Yours, don't even bring yours. Yours was never a Christmas tree. We've had this argument before. It's just a a tree-looking thing with some sparkly lights on the tip. Yep. I argued it was never a Christmas tree. Yep, argued and ignored. But we still had other people who called on the show to let us know that Alicia was not alone. A a lot coming through and a lot left over as well too. So we'll get them on the After Hours pod now. Uh, Mel is here. Mel, do you still have your Christmas decorations up? I don't have my decorations up, but my brother does. He has the Christmas tree up still. Is he? He actually lives with my mum. Uh huh. Yeah. And we have a tradition where we put the Christmas tree up on the 26th of November. It's just a thing in our family. Yeah, that's cool. And she went to the Gold Coast to stay with our sister. She's having a baby. And that Christmas tree probably won't come down until April, at least. <laughs> well, as in just when because... Come home. Br- oh, so it's mum's oh, job. Oh, so she went away. So your brother's just like, oh, I'm not doing that. Mum can do that when she gets home. Yeah. And it's right there. As soon as you walk through the door, you see it every day. Yeah, it's nice so and bright. Funny. And the the... The baubles all shebang. Oh it's just such God. a useless man attitude there, isn't it? <laughs> like, isn't it? Ah, don't worry, Mum will do it when she gets home. <laughs> yeah. Jasmine's here next. Jasmine, is it you or someone else who still has the Christmas decorations up? It's my father. Dad. How long are we talking? Mm-hmm. Just since Christmas last year? 
Um, no, 10 years it's going on. <gasps> oh, that's a very jolly man there. A decade when, long Christmas tree. Yeah, so when I had my first daughter, she was six months old, and we put it up for him, mm-hmm. yeah. and he's never taken it down. She's now double digits, and yeah. he's still got the same tree up. <laughs> so yes, it is back. It is when we are presented with some out-of-context statements that have been made during the week by producer Alicia, mm. and we have to guess... Who said him? And this game is, as we found out last week, tougher than we thought. Yeah. You were terrible. I hope you paid attention this week. We were all sure. Absolutely no, not. No, we don't pay attention. <laughs> no. The words just come out. That's your job, mate. I'll give you a quote from the middle of my maths in a, in a minute and okay. see if you know what it is. Okay. Oh, I'm kidding. I'm yeah. kidding. I won't do that. That's a highlight, guys. Get that on the Cliff <laughs> on the regular podcast feed. Yeah. No one can hear what I'm saying in that. It's too fast. Um. So, yeah, this is just stuff that either we've said on the show or a guest, like a mm-hmm. caller, yep. an interviewee, mm-hmm. someone may have said it, you just throw it back at us completely out of context yeah. and we have to try and guess yeah. who's who mouth said it, came it out of. Yeah. Are you ready for yes. this? I'm ready. Alright, first quote I just don't understand my body Clipper! Yeah, go on Clipper. That is a line from one B Langbrook. No, it's not. And I'm trying to remember what it was in regards to. No, it's not coming through. I disagree. Uh, no, I think you said Yeah. What do you... Who do you think said it, Yeah, what do you... Oh, is she it... She doesn't know. Is it about when I didn't like wearing pants yesterday? No. Oh, okay. It was a Bronte Langbrook oh. quote. Thank you. But it was Bronte describing how clumsy she is. Oh, <laughs> I am clumsy. I mean, look at me, guys. I'm 140 kilos. I'm at one with my body. <laughs> Your body is a temple. Okay. You got it. The next one was, you just triggered a gag reflex. Ooh. Oh, I think I think that was you, but I think I gagged. So it's is it a double edged sword? I think you said it. Although you gagged, but I, I said it. I gagged about something. Just that gagging just away. A gag reflex. No, that's Bronte. Said no, that I think as that well. is I think actually too. me. I feel yeah. that's Bronte as well. Bronte said oh, it. Yeah, Bronte said it. In punches. regards to <laughs> maths at school. <laughs> When we were talking to a teacher. That's his heart. I'm going to say all of it sounds a lot worse than it actually is when it's out of context. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I was just talking about maths, guys. And the last one, are you ready? No. (laughs) This is an intervention. This is an intervention. I'd say that, I think. I feel it because I'm very, like, a little bit too... Maintenancy on the show. I try and get sure. things back on track okay. and I try to conduct the orchestra of madness a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like that's something I'd do in like a reset or something. You know? I'm going to go for the three-peat and say that that was also a Bronte Langbrook quote. What do you think it was? It was some, it was, um, it was an intervention. I think it was about a caller, wasn't it? Correct. Yeah! <laughs> Bronte Langbrook, we went for the triple today. So she said it to the caller who has $100,000 of Christmas decorations. Oh, and Bronte wanted to give wow. her an intervention. Oh, that's right. Yeah, see, I'm just such a giver. I'm gagging, I'm giving. What else do you God, want it's from clear me? who the brains and the brawn is on the show, isn't it? I started off the week coming in here, big noting myself about how. A classic. Which week? <laughs> oh, this week. We just don't yeah. hear it anymore. 
It's just so standard for you. <laughs> because I had done a really big clean of my apartment. I was so proud of myself. My, I was mm. like telling you, I got into mm. all the little crevices and I did like even like the wall trimmings. You know how those get all dust on it? Did all that. But what good I, on. No, good. No, thank everyone, you. stop what you're doing for a minute. <laughs> Collective clap for Bronte Langbrook, right? Golf clap because. That thing you're talking about, that's hard to clean. <laughs> the little bits with the crooks and the crannies. Yeah. That's tough. You it's got tough. in there, man. And it was just me and I was a bit hungover because I drank a bit of wine on uh, the Saturday night but woke up on Sunday. I was like, if I don't do it now, I'm not going to do it because I plan on being drunk also this weekend. Um, <laughs> so one of the things I needed to tackle was the shower. And it was like bleach, mold remover, yeah. Windex. Like I gave it a real good clean. And I just came home yesterday and I just looked at it and I was like, I'm so proud of myself. That's where I'm it, at. It's almost too That's good to I'm use, at. isn't it? I wish I had thought that because oh. you know what I did stupidly last night? What did you do? I bought um, some coffee scrub for your body, <sighs> which... Is like a grain, it is literally coffee grounds that you put on your skin. And you know what's really hard to get out of your shower when it's in there? I'd imagine. Coffee grains. And so now my shower's right. You've just (laughs) thrown a party in your clean, sterile environment and you've ruined all the hard work. It was so clean and now it's so dirty again. And not well, in a good way. What are you doing weekend after next? Plans to be pissed that weekend yet? Or maybe... You know the answer. Okay. <laughs> the Hit Breakfast Show.